0: back to D-Cup, the Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. I'm Megan.
1: And I'm Sabrina. Definitely not Josh.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, Sabrina got a touch of the Rona and is out sick this week. So instead of doing Luck of the Irish as planned... I have our amazing producer, Josh, sitting in with me this week, and we're going to discuss another movie that was shown on Disney Channel so much that we thought it was a decom, but it's really not. If you guys remember, we said that we want to do special episodes like this every now and then just for the nostalgia. So we figured this would be a good time to do that since Sabrina's out and these movies don't affect the official ranking at all. So, Josh... Would you like to tell the listeners what we're talking about this week?
1: We are watching 16 Wishes starring the beautiful Debbie Ryan. Megan, could you hit us with a summary?
0: Yes, I can, and I'm going to read the IMDb summary for this movie because I think it's just it's a great summary. So, here we go. Okay. Abby's made a 16 Wishes list for her 16th birthday. She gets 16 magic candles, one wish per hour. Things are fine in the beginning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed how many, what, what's the amount of things? Like how old is she?
0: 16, and how, if you didn't know. And how
1: many wishes does she get?
0: 16. Oh, yes, and how many candles are there? There are sixteen. Oh, okay. Yes, good, good, exactly. Good, good. Okay. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're caught up. It, it yeah. was
1: just a little unclear. Um
0: yes. So yeah, that's that's sixteen wishes. That's the that's the plot.
1: And that kind of sums it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's hop right into it. Josh, would you like to share your memory of this movie before rewatching it?
1: Yeah. So this movie came out when if you didn't know Debbie Ryan and I are only eleven days apart. And so this came out around <sighs> I think we were 17 at the time so she's a liar but i forgive her anyway she
0: was 16 when they filmed the movie
1: anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i remember seeing this movie and if i'm not mistaken there's another movie that this is based on like is there Uh, i won't say that then i thought there was like
0: are you thinking of the movie 16 candles the john hughes molly ringwald movie i
1: don't know am i is that incredibly I, I don't incorrect? know because that's what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> I don't I haven't seen 16 Candles, so I don't know if the plots are similar, but I always confuse them because they have
1: similar gotcha. names. I will cut that. Yeah. No. So I remember this movie being kind of off the walls and kind of every kid's dream of getting all the wishes they want for the birthday. And I didn't remember a lot of the wishes. I remembered the sushi wish. I remembered like the car and everything, I remembered how they solved everything, so that wasn't as fun going through it, I was like, I remember the whole solution to everything and I remembered yeah. that yeah, that's kind of all I remembered just a lot of fun wishes kind of bonkers shenanigans okay,
0: oh. yeah also, I think we,
1: and the crazy fairy, celestial being
0: birthday fairy, birthday yes, birthday
1: fairy demon from the Feywilds, yes. got it
0: uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so I also I think that I need to give a disclaimer for this episode. When I found out Sabrina was sick, I asked Josh to do a movie and he asked to do this movie because he is to this day in love with Debbie Ryan. So I just need everyone to be aware of that. Take anything with a grain of salt, perhaps, or just just know maybe maybe don't take it with a grain of salt but i i need it to be known
1: i don't see how that was relevant
0: <laughs> okay so my memory from this i remember debbie ryan vividly when i was like 10 11 i loved debbie ryan i w- i like i was obsessed with debbie ryan as a kid but i grew out of it but i did remember debbie ryan i remembered the candles and i i'm gonna be honest i kind of remembered the entire plot of this movie i have not seen it probably since 2010. But I remembered the plot of this movie because it's a very simple, easy, predictable plot. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, the whole careful what you wish for. Like I knew exactly what was going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we hop into positives, would you like to know about the writer and director?
1: Uh, I would love to.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. 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 So this movie was written by Annie DeYoung, and we've actually seen some of Annie DeYoung's work. She was one of the four writers of one of our favorite movies here on D-Cup, Johnny Cabajala Back on Board, (laughs) which I will say, shocking, the, the, the discrepancies between this movie and that one. Annie DeYoung Wrote this movie all by herself. This one, 16 Wishes, all by herself. She was a co-writer on other DCOMs, such as Return to Halloween Town, Princess Protection Program, Starstruck, and Girl vs. Monster. Oh. Yeah. The movie was directed by Peter DeLuise, and he has directed many, many, many a TV movie, none of which that I am familiar with. But he did direct another DCOM, the movie Zapped, which I'm not familiar with, but it stars... The incomparable Zendaya. So I'm very excited to watch that
1: because I love Zendaya. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, are
0: we ready to hop right into this movie? Let's yeah. start talking about it.
1: Um. All right. What did you like about the movie? Let's just...
0: Uh... <laughs> I guess first off, I want to say this movie is 13 going on 30 for eight-year-olds. <laughs> Like, that's what it is. With a hint of It's a Wonderful Life, which we will get into later. But my first positive right off the bat, I loved Jay. Abby, Debbie Ryan's best friend, Jay, who was in love with her. I loved him. I thought he was great. I thought he acted the part well, especially considering that the writing did not do a whole lot of favors. But I thought that the character itself was very good. And he was a great friend. Like, I... I really just can't think of like, I don't know. I would love to have a friend like Jay in my life. I am I have many friends like Jay. That's not me shading my friends, but like, he's a good friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he, I thought he did a really good job with the character. And I thought, yeah, I don't know, like part of it was just the way it was written. Like you said, like the writing didn't do a whole lot for it, but like, I thought they did a good job at establishing the kind of just trust and good relationship that they had.
0: Yeah. Also, this is a backhanded positive. Oh. On the same note, that that boy was acting his butt off pretending to be in love with Debbie Ryan, <sighs> who was giving him nothing. <laughs> like, I believed him. I believed he was in love with her. He really, he sold it.
1: She didn't know I, like, she it, was in love.
0: No, like, she, uh, the character of Abby was giving nothing <laughs> like just like i'll i'll i can elaborate more on negatives i want to keep it positive for right now Yes, yes i do I'll say be- let me tell you right now i'm going to i'm going to clown on this movie so hard but i need it to be known i had a great time <laughs> I, had, I, I had a fun time but i will be i will be taking some dookies so josh what um what's what was your first positive what's something that you really liked
1: i think What I liked most about this movie is just how, and this could be taken as a negative for some people, but how willingly they accepted what was happening. Oh my God. Like they were like, here's some (laughs) candles. They're magic. That could be a bomb. It's not a bomb. (laughs) It's 2010. Grow up. And they (laughs) light the candle, magic things happen. They're like, all right cool like they they don't question it at all they're just all gung-ho about it they're like all right let's go i mean jay does question it a little bit he's like hey like maybe this isn't the best idea maybe there will be consequences to your actions but you know they suspended our disbelief that this was something that could happen right after we had a house filled with wasps
0: (laughs) i i i'll let you have it because I, although it's not on my positives list it is something that made me laugh a lot
1: <laughs> or let me say like they didn't they didn't need to justify it with a whole lot of like weird exposition or reasoning with themselves that would have taken up time in the movie i like that they just skipped ahead to the they skipped the fluff of trying to figure it out <laughs> think, and saying hey i think this i would have liked
0: <laughs> I think I would have liked the fluff, but it did make me laugh. I think that they suspended their own disbelief and therefore we were forced to as well.
1: <laughs> Wait, do you think Debbie Ryan actually thought she was 22 during that movie?
0: Absolutely. Did you, I think so. That's percent <laughs> Another positive I have. I thought that Celeste, who plays the birthday fairy, for those of you that don't remember, there's a birthday fairy. Demon of the Fay Wilds. Yes. And she comes in and gives Abby her wishes. And every time she makes a wish, she reappears. And, you know, like, kind of like, she's kind of like Abby's guide through this hero's journey that she goes on. She, like,
1: she had the weirdest yet most magnetic energy that I have seen in a decom in so yeah. long. Like, it was yeah got that like a mystical being thing down to a t
0: I just think that she she did very well with what she was given,
1: oh, and you could tell that she was having fun with it too,
0: yeah, I think she just she i I bet that this is just, this is a girl who is an actor who just wanted a job. She went in, she did her job, and she was like, I'm just going to have fun with this. Because, like, this is not my Oscar moment. This is me getting to have a little fun. Hmm.
1: Uh-huh. What's that? I'm trying to look for more of my positives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I only have two more, so it's okay.
1: Go ahead. I, 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 I'm not as organized with my notes as Megan and Sabrina are. Uh, uh-huh. Let me Let me find them and see if I can round this up while you go on
0: okay so my my other positive I thought the brother's song at the end was pretty lit
1: <laughs> we'll bring that up in my question mark negatives <laughs> not the song itself more like the fact that he dropped a whole octave to sing it <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that is this is as I, I think okay if Frequent listeners of the pod can probably tell that I'm reaching for positives here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my last positive, this is something I genuinely loved about this movie. I love when there are bloopers at the end of a movie. Yes. I love it. I love to see that the actors are having fun. Like I don't, I don't know. There's something about bloopers at the end of a movie that just really do it for me.
1: <laughs> I was cheesing so hard just watching them have some fun I was at the too. To so that, I was Debbie too. Ryan like bop. most,
0: I was laughing most of the movie for the wrong reasons. But like when we got to the bloopers, I was just, I was having so much fun. <laughs> so, do you have any more positives? Um. This is shocking. I was—I really thought that you were going to come in here guns a blazing.
1: Well, you kind of eliminated half of mine with he's bias towards <laughs> Debbie Ryan.
0: Go ahead. No, go, let's hear some Debbie Ryan things from you.
1: She looked beautiful.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut your uh, mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, no, for a real positive, I really think that they knew how campy it was going to be with their, like, slow... Their fast-forwarded, slow-motion shots, transitions, or like the dramatic wallet drop outside of the dress store—you're just like, it.
0: Oh. To me, it didn't feel campy though; it felt intentional. I and I don't like, know when
1: she's running from the bees in the beginning, and she's like, ah, ah and she's just like waving her hands, doing like that, slow motion. That was the
0: co- That was like children's comedy in 2010, though.
1: Yeah, like, that, like that they was knew what, what they were it trying was. to do. I don't think it was
0: camp. I <sighs> wouldn't call it camp.
1: I mean, it w- it did look bad, but I thought they, you know, they knew it looked bad.
0: <laughs> you know, who's to say? We will never know what they
1: thought. I don't know <laughs> if I will ever run into Debbie Ryan again. I'll I'll ask her. Hey, was again, that on purpose? You
0: never met Debbie Ryan.
1: I was in a. I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I <laughs> no, got off it's my story shift. Time. <laughs> I got off my shift. And I went home. I lived right next to this restaurant and she came in to the bar and was just chilling there. And not a soul told me I quit the next day. (laughs) No, you
0: didn't.
1: (laughs) I quit three months later, but I was mad. (laughs) I was so upset.
0: You know, if you had stayed on, maybe she would have come back.
1: Don't do that. Don't give me hope.
0: She wait so De- Debbie Ryan was almost your first L A celebrity.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I I met, I met Jojo Siwa at that Buffalo Wild Wings before then.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> right, that's right. Jojo Siwa was your first. Yeah, LA. Jojo and I are tight.
1: So, oh no, the funniest thing in the whole movie. Okay, okay. I I found it.
0: Is this a genuine positive? This is a
1: genuine positive. I okay. tackled. Okay, when they're getting ready to go, right after she gets her wish of the driver's license and chris is like waiting behind the bug and they're sitting in the mustang and she's just revving the engine and it's going back and forth and it's just revving and revving like she's about to just peel out of that parking lot and she goes and it just goes (laughs) and just like rolls out of there i don't even think she was pressing on the gas i think she just let go of the (laughs) brake
0: no it was idle speed for sure
1: (laughs) i tackled all that build up like
0: that was funny that
1: was gourmet.
0: That was a very funny thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I guess are we gonna move on to negatives?
1: Uh, the apartment was really nice. Huh. Like, I don't think she was gonna be able to pay the rent that that guy wanted, but like, it was a really no. nice apartment. I don't think no, I could pay the rent would... that man wanted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How much was the rent?
1: I don't know, but did you see the apartment?
0: I mean, it's like, it was fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I thought it was pretty nice.
0: (laughs) I mean, it is pretty nice, but I feel like she's living in a part of the country where rent is not expensive.
1: I don't know. Let's talk about this because she mentioned Vegas as a party, which means Vegas is within the realm of possibility for her. I think she's living in California.
0: I don't think she's in California. I didn't see a single palm tree.
1: Palm trees aren't all over California. We have two other states under this trench coat.
0: Let's move on to negatives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So can I say, oh, wait, first off, I this is not a negative. This is just something I noticed. If you've seen, uh, if I know everyone's seen this movie. I just know it. But if you aren't familiar, Debbie Ryan awakens in this movie and she is wearing those iconic pink pajamas and she has bangs and she's wearing a poor strip. You are not supposed to wear a pore strip overnight. That was the first thing I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> her nose. Poor little baby. Nobody's giving her guidance.
1: <clears throat> I might have done that. <gasps> oh my God. No, you didn't. <clears throat> I, you know, you just leave it on. It finishes drying and then it stays there and you pull it out.
0: No, no. what's wrong with that it
1: just sticks to the head you're not
0: supposed to do that you're not supposed to do that well i
1: think i turned out pretty well
0: it never do that again oh my (laughs) god i don't have to (laughs) oh wow for anyone listening if you don't know please dear god you are not supposed to leave the porsche on for more than 15 minutes like it wow. hardens into a paper mache kind of feeling, and then you peel it off.
1: Yeah. So if once it's done hardening, it can stay.
0: No, no. Listeners, you're not supposed to wear it overnight? Would I lie to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Out of ignorance? Yes, absolutely.
1: Is it a lie if I believe it wholeheartedly?
0: Oh no! <laughs> this is not the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> this is D cup. <laughs>
1: Can are we allowed to say that i don't know i'll keep it in and we're <laughs> fine it'll give us publicity okay. if he sues us
0: <laughs> oh boy um so negatives
1: um, uh the cgi bees and kind of all the cgi in that movie do
0: you think that was cgi i thought they were real bees wasps
1: wasps yeah bees are nice wasps you don't think they suck. trained
0: those wasps if they,
1: you don't they, think they were they very well trained if they were
0: they might be like the 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 Ant Man ants, but wasps.
1: Oh, okay. You think they come from the same agency? Absolutely. Oh, perfect.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, the, well, they're the same people who cast a Bug's Life.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I just couldn't tell because yeah. of that like filter that they put on, it made everything look animated.
0: Uh huh. <laughs>
1: yeah. Speaking of unrealistic things, like I get. So before Abby knew who Celeste was. And she just pops out with her poster. She's like, "I managed to save this," and hands her mm-hmm. her birthday wish poster. Why was she going in her room? Why was she taking things <laughs> off of her door? Why was she why touching is this any adult of their woman. Yeah, why is she touching any of <laughs> their personal tr- belongings to check on these bees? Let she alone was rip to save it off the, something. Were the wasps going to eat it?
0: No, but she couldn't get back in there to get it.
1: How did she know it was her birthday? I mean, I know. She's the birthday know, fairy. Like, how did the family not think anything was weird? That's what I'm talking about, where they don't question Because anything. the
0: parents are the worst parents ever.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there's much else to talk about. I think they were great in the first scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. They They cared about her. But the rest of the movie, like, it felt like it was just four people who had never met before living in a house <laughs> together.
1: Yeah. It was a very interesting dynamic. Like, especially when they went to go see her parents later when they're just sitting outside in the driveway and when she's
0: when she is an adult yes
1: when she's an adult and like they're just not paying attention to her at all they're just like
0: not at all the
1: dad's just sitting there playing cards he's like huh oh yeah whatever honey
0: which is which is like so i th- see this gave me unrealistic expectations because this movie made me feel like the minute that you turned like turned 20, your parents were suddenly very hands-off out of your life. And this is not a complaint at all. This is not a complaint about my parents. I love my parents and their involvement in my life. However, I think I will be 60 years old and my parents will still be like needling me about stuff. So I think they got, they really really dropped the ball on that. Yeah, (laughs) and
1: they were like, also she was 22 and they were like, okay, get out of our house. Like we bought, we got you an apartment. We don't care if you can pay rent. Like, go. Yeah, they really, they were brutal. They were really brutal. Yeah. And on her birthday.
0: On her birthday, they kick her out. Okay, but let's let's look at this from the parents' perspective, real quick. Their twenty-two-year-old who didn't go to college has been living at home without a job, and just buying clothes. And showing up to her old high school and yelling at teenagers.
1: <laughs> in her defense. What would you
0: do in that situation?
1: Those, like, six years were really a blur for her. So she didn't really <laughs> have time to find but a But no, job. no,
0: I'm not. I know <laughs> Debbie Ryan's side. But if you're looking at this from the parents' perspective.
1: That's what was. So speaking of these characters' perspectives, can we, can we go into a little <laughs> side tangent with how that wish in particular worked. Which wish? The wish where she was treated like an adult. Uh Like, I get that, you know, magic works, you know, to teach you a lesson or whatever. Okay, none of the wishes did anything that intense. And (laughs) it didn't change the physical objects, like the, like the bracelets. But then there were, there were her graduation photos, but also the photos of her and Jay (laughs) as a kid. How
0: does that work? I definitely, I wrote down, what are the rules of this magic? Because I don't think anyone really thought out the world in which, like, this magic. Like, what are the rules? I don't understand, like, why the pictures didn't change. Physical objects didn't change, but physical objects were added. And it was just very, like, fast and
1: loose. Very flimsy. And, like, the picture where it had Logan on there, like... It didn't do the little magic outline thing, but when she put herself on there.
0: Yeah, I think it did. Did it? I think so. But she could just take,
1: maybe, I'm not going to watch it again, but like, <laughs> maybe maybe in another like 12 years I will, but yeah. I was going to say, the fast and loose rules with the magic makes me think that is why she is a fae slash demon from the fae wilds in that she is a trickster and a manipulator of dreams. And she used this to teach her a lesson, knowing that none of the things that she got during the day would actually stay. Yeah. She just learned the lessons and didn't get to keep any of it except the knowledge.
0: This is my question. Does Celeste, the birthday fairy, does she do this for multiple teenagers? Or was she born into the world the minute that Abby wrote the first wish? And she exists purely to, to grant the wishes, teach a lesson, and then she just evaporates into the universe? Or does she do this for multiple girls? So, because she, this Celeste was horrible to Krista Cook.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I thought. I thought that Celeste was like a magic birthday fairy who takes care of 16-year-old girls, but she was like-
1: Yeah, it was her birthday, was, too. She was like, I don't care about you.
0: Yeah, no, she straight up was like, "Abby creamed you. Here's your diary." <laughs> like, I just I want to know the lore behind this magic would, because we didn't get any. Would of you
1: like it. to hear my theory?
0: I would love to. Now hear this your
1: goes theory. in line with my fae theory in oh, that. Okay. So, <laughs> her parents, which we're going to talk about this, went to a Chinese restaurant on the day their daughter was born.
0: Don't even get me started on that line. Okay. If you didn't rewatch the movie, first of all, this movie's not on Disney Plus. But if you want to watch it, it's uh, you can find the movie on YouTube for free. Um,
1: can we say that? Yeah, it's there. They'll take it down if not. Yeah, it's there. Okay. It's
0: there. But there's a line where Abby's mom says that she and her dad went to a Chinese restaurant the night that she was born to celebrate that they had such a great daughter, and I just. A woman supposedly wrote this movie, which makes me confused as to why she thinks that uh, any hospital would let you leave the day you gave birth to go eat Chinese food.
1: Let alone would be able to.
0: Yeah, like this woman's vagina would fall out of her body if she tried (laughs) to leave. Like, what is she talking about?
1: So I believe they went there and Celeste... Being the fay that she is was sitting there waiting for somebody. It's picture like rumpelstiltskin stiltskin, and
0: I'm sorry. are you trying to say this is like sleeping beauty?
1: <laughs> not exactly child? i mean, if if that analogy works better, that you can use that. like so okay. she was sitting there and she was like, "Oh, what a beautiful baby. What's her name?" As the Fae do. And they're like, oh, this is Abby. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she was latched on because she had the magic power over her then because she knew her name.
0: So she imprinted on her. She
1: did. And she was like, I'm going to teach her a lesson and play tricks on her. Like, fill her house yeah, with bees. She knew Happy from birthday. the start.
0: She she knew from the start that Abby was a troublemaking baby. Mm-hmm. An awful child. She's like,
1: look, this girl's going to steal somebody's best friend and she's going to fight... Mm-hmm. Until she's 16 and I teach a lesson.
0: So, while since we're we've gotten on to Abby, I would like to steer the conversation into some script talk because I have so many things I want to <laughs> say about this script. F- I, first and foremost, this script feels like it was written by a six-year-old, and it's like a six-year-old's idea of what being sixteen would be. Would you agree with that? I mean,
1: I could see it, like the. You get to drive, you get a cool car. throwing Clothes, a
0: popularity, yeah. boys beating your enemy. Like all of it just seems very, it seems like what a six year, which I think. But I mean, I feel like that's feels what like Disney's movie, idea
1: of a 16 year old was in the mid 2000s. I
0: don't, I don't know. It feels like what an out of touch adult would think a 16 year old's life is like.
1: Okay, I but can see anyway, that. But anyway, I digress. I can see that.
0: Abby is not a good protagonist, and I'll tell you why. She is so bland. She is such a bland character. I don't root for her at any moment in the movie because she is awful from the start, which, I mean, like, that's, that's the point. Like, Abby has to go through this process to realize that she has not been the best, and she needs to, like, change her ways. She has to appreciate what she's had, careful what you wished for, and all that. But as the protagonist, like, I need to root for her and also root against her, quote, villain, which is Krista Cook. And, like, I just don't think we ever saw any of Abby's good qualities. Like, we like at any point. And I, that's another thing. I don't understand why Jay is in love with her. I don't understand why her best friend's in love with her because we only see Abby being a crappy person like the first thing we see she like she's rude to her parents and her brother who made her a cake she's very self-absorbed all she cares about are very shallow things and she's not a good friend to jay at any point and she only gets worse and even in the climax of the movie like where she realizes that she done effed up she goes this was supposed to be my party And then she drives home very sad. And for a minute I was like, is she not going to learn a lesson? And then she kind of soft learned it. But I just, I don't think she was that great of a protagonist. And I'm going to be honest. I felt bad for Krista. Yeah. No. I thought that the villain Krista Cook, we really didn't see Krista be very mean to her. Like Krista was just trying to like, be the best at things she was just trying to achieve her goals which is her right it's her birthday too and i thought that she had more layers than abby like there was a part the scene where abby hits her in the face with a volleyball and then steals the class presidency from krista Krista was crushed i felt really bad and the principal is laughing in her face
1: yeah that was i that was dark
0: (laughs) that's Thoughts, thoughts on what I just said about Abby being a bad protagonist yeah, and no, Krista like, being more sympathetic?
1: Abby was... A, a brat. She was selfish the entire a brat. movie. Yeah. Like, just from the and beginning, I, like, her parents and her brother were there to, like, wish her a happy birthday. And she was annoyed with them. Like, I get it. Teenagers, emotions, whatever. But, like, that's rude. <laughs> like, she was just yeah. rude and selfish. And, like... Even when her best friend was trying to talk some sense into her and was like, hey, like, these wishes are kind of like crazy. Like, yeah, like she just wouldn't listen to Jay at all. And she she did learn a lesson. Like, I get I think that's the point of it is that, like, she goes through all this stuff and gets like reverse. It's a wonderful life because she sees how much better everybody's lives are than that was with her. That was like.
0: (laughs) That was a thing that I was like, this got dark. Not in the movie. Like, as a kid, you wouldn't think that. But, like, like she really, they it's a wonderful life to her. And everyone's life was better without her. Yeah. Krista was happy because she had friends. She, like, she had good friends. Jay actually had other friends. Like, in the whole course of the movie, Jay doesn't have any friends other than Abby, which is, hmm not great
1: and, and that, then he was we confident see Jay enough. being oh, friends yeah. oh go ahead
0: yeah Jay was confident enough he had a friend who supported him to run for class president he had like friends other than just Krista and then the brother was like shredding it on the guitar her parents seemed like they were living the high life like everybody's life was better without her and I was like oh my like if I if I got It's a Wonderful Life and I saw that <laughs> it, I'd be done <laughs> I would be like, goodbye, cruel world.
1: (laughs) Like, and I think that, you know, like you said, it was like the soft wake up to it. And she did, you know, make amends with everybody, but Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, okay, let's wrap it up. I just
0: think like a better, like I just think the script would have been better and she would have been a better protagonist if we had, they had just made her a more sympathetic person. Like I never felt sorry for her. Cause I think we're supposed to feel sorry for her when Krista gets the cool car, but also like, it's not like Abby's poor. Did you see that house? Yeah. They no, live in I the was, same neighborhood as Chris. I wrote down
1: how much money do these people have? Because then you see the party and there's like yeah. Celeste is like trimming the hedges around the house. And I'm like, yeah. this, how much money do these people like, have? I think,
0: we're, I think we were supposed to believe that Abby's family was poor because she didn't get a car. But the size of that party and like a stage and yeah. catering, like they're not poor. And it. <laughs> Like, I just I, I don't think they made they I think if they had made Abby more human and more sympathetic, I think the writers relied on the fact that this was Debbie Ryan and eight year olds loved her from Sweet Life on Deck. And they were like, Abby, they're they like, we already have established that this is Debbie Ryan. So she is a good character that kids are going to root for.
1: I think they relied too heavily on the exposition and stuff that happened before the events of the movie. Like they were like, oh, Mm. she did all, Krista did all this stuff to me. She was awful. She does all this. we
0: never see it.
1: Like, yeah, you don't get to see it. You did tell, not show. And so all we see is her being awful and taking full advantage of all these wishes that she gets. And for somebody, if you didn't have that exposition, we would have just thought, oh, this is just a very selfish character. Not somebody who's like, oh, finally, my number came up. I'm here. I can finally get something for myself for once. And- Yeah, we don't get to see any of that.
0: Yeah, you are absolutely right. Like if we I wish this movie had started the day before her 16th birthday. Yeah. And we could see maybe some stuff like going down in school and then she wakes up and we see this like anything to give her a little more humanity.
1: I would have loved to see a montage of the birthdays leading up to this birthday.
0: I don't know if I'd see a montage, but yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. You could, I, see, I, like, I, you could yeah. see the
1: Lucky Duck restaurant. You could see like, mm-hmm. maybe you could see my theory of Celeste just like hiding in the background. Like, hmm. You you could like mm-hmm. get a piece of the third grade birthday where she steals Jay. I don't know.
0: I liked that we didn't see that. I liked that we didn't know yeah. what was going no, no, on. No, no, no. That's the end. thing.
1: Like you don't see that, but you don't mm. see her after that. Like you just see like yeah. the birthdays and then, well, I guess- no, because she only moved there in the third grade, so it wouldn't be people. I think, I think, like
0: with to keep it that tight hour thirty that all TV movies have to be. I think that really, if we had just gotten the day before, yeah, <laughs> just the day before, I think we could have, we could have had it.
1: Yeah, I um, just that little bit extra. But yeah,
0: those are that's that's the kind of like my bigger script notes. I gotta say, and this is coming from a former Debbie Ryan Stan in elementary middle school sammy ryan's acting was a little rough she's 16 i'm not gonna be mean about it because she is 16 (laughs) but i just thought it was a little flat
1: i guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i haven't seen her in anything lately so i don't know if she's gotten better or not
1: i really liked her in insatiable
0: you watched that yes i did Okay. Oh, (laughs) speaking of Debbie Ryan's acting, can I say this little (laughs) moment that made me laugh really hard there? It's the moment where Abby gets out of the new car at school with Jay and she's in her little pink pajamas and she forgets that she is in her pajamas. And she is very excited about her party. And Jay is like, come on, we got to go. Like he, he noticed that people are noticing that she's in her pajamas and she's forgotten. She is on this high of her birthday candle wishes. And she turns around and she looks at this group of people and is like, hey, everybody, party at my house tonight. And she pops her hip out so hard. (laughs) It is so cringy and hilarious. Like she waves that arm around. Like she's doing a little like I'm fabulous. Drunk on power. And she pops that hip out. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing.
1: (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, some more less big some smaller some negatives. Lighter negatives. some lighter yeah, negatives. yeah let's
0: get into some lighter negatives she just some funny negatives
1: she just automatically had a charge account at that dress store i <laughs> uh, i have yet yeah. to see that happen anywhere i mean i I, I, I know they do have you know credit cards at stores like that but like i i don't know does she well i guess yeah. no she went back so it didn't happen i was gonna say which if she got back to 16 would she still have to pay that We'll never know. Oh, walking in heels and the fact that that wasn't the first time we had seen her walk in heels in the movie.
0: Yeah. So if you didn't rewatch it, when Debbie Ryan suddenly becomes 22, the store clerk is like, oh, let's get you in some more age appropriate clothes, which I will talk about more when we hit fashion. But she puts her in these like these little heels, like a kitten heel. And we see Debbie Ryan leaving and they do a tight shot on her foot and it's her like bending her ankle in the heels as, to, as if to signify, "Oh, she's an adult now, she's not used to walking in heels," when throughout the movie we've seen her in heels many times.:
1: Adult heels are different.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. also these they, were actually like shorter than the yeah. heels she was wearing. <laughs> and can we
1: also talk about how 22 is the adult age? Like Right? I, right. I mean, I guess to a kid, like I once had like yeah. a little kid ask me how old I was, and I said, "Oh, like, this was when I was 19." They're like, oh, my gosh, you're so old. That's almost 20. Like,
0: for a kid, like,
1: 22 is probably insanely uh, old.
0: I work with little itty-bitty kids, and I had a five-year-old ask me if my parents were still alive because they couldn't fathom me being that old and still having parents. And I was only 20 at this point.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Another question I have. What was Krista Cook's diary doing in The Lost and Found?
1: Did she not notice it was missing? Why did she bring it to school? Like,
0: Yeah, why did she bring it to school? And also it says on the book, Krista Cook's diary. Like, so if anyone found it, they could return it to Krista Cook.
1: Yeah, they obviously know that she goes to that school.
0: Also so messed up of Celeste to just give Abby
1: Krista's diary? I bet Celeste took it in the first place because she's a trickster demon.
0: Bet, bet. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Spe- following that scene when they're she's reading the diary and those points pop up, is <laughs> yes. this whose line is it anyway? The points are just made up.
0: Don't matter. They don't yeah, matter. The points like, don't matter. Like, yeah, the, it, they don't.
1: The the competition's made up and the points don't matter. It, it. Yeah. Like I counted, what was it? Four points. Four points for just saying that she's throwing a party. Yeah. And then like five or six points for talking to Logan. I. Yeah. I,
0: what? Also, Abby gets like 26 points for com- like committing harm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> violence gives you points. That is what Disney yeah, is teaching violence. our children.
0: Yeah, and you know what, they're right. This is a quote that, that sticks in my mind. Maybe the rules don't know about gum. <laughs> Which spoiler alert, if you don't remember the end of this movie, the 16th wish, oh, this was gross too. This is a negative. In the first shot in the movie, Debbie Ryan wakes up and pulls a piece of chewed gum off of her wall and then puts it in her mouth, chews it up some more, and then uses it as, like, tape to stick a picture of Logan as her 16th wish onto the thing. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever seen in my life. Hot. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. Ew. <laughs>
1: And then she just, like, no. takes, like, a full, like, 10 seconds picking at the edge of this picture, being depressed. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this can come off. Yeah, at the end of the movie. Off.
0: And then Yeah, because she can't change the wishes, but because the rules don't know about gum. First of <laughs> all, who uses gum as, like, glue? That's why the
1: rules didn't know about it. Because <laughs> she's a freak. <laughs> no, and then she puts it on and makes the wish, and then it immediately clicks to midnight. Like- Yeah, if she was that close to midnight, you would have thought that she would have, you know, better butt up like,
0: (laughs) yeah, I don't know, man,
1: that was crazy. I don't know. And then, oh, wait, I have a big one. Oh, yeah, where she gets the cutest clothes in school. This part didn't mm-hmm. make sense to me, and I yeah. think it goes into Th- this part Celeste is the only the-
0: part that didn't. No, make no, no, sense no, no, no. You.
1: But this one, this goes along with the other things and supports the fact that I think Celeste is a demon or just fake. I love this theory.
0: One. I love that we're
1: we're going. <laughs> but so she gives her all the cutest clothes, and she has this purse, you know, and she walks out, mm-hmm. and she says, "Krista Cook has the cutest clothes in school," and Celeste goes, "Not anymore." She walks out and everyone's like, oh my gosh, is that an original you-know-who? Oh, oh, whatever. And Krista walks up with the same purse. Therefore, yeah. it's not better. It's the same. And she's like, that's, oh no. I know, that was no, the
0: point. That's no, why Celeste changed the purse. No, no,
1: no, no, no. But that's why, because she changed the purse. So was it like, did she not know? The which
0: or- was not... The wish was not, I wish to have better clothes than Krista Cook. It was, I wish to have the cutest clothes in school. So Celeste did not base the outfits she pulled off of krista's wardrobe she didn't know anything about
1: krista's wardrobe she just pulled the
0: highest styles but she said when she noticed
1: chris you have better clothes than krista before she walked out and then she brought the no but no
0: she i think that was just like i that was just her being like no like I, i don't think that was like a knowing thing i think it was like girl you are on fire now
1: Well, I think she did know. Josh, I think you're overthinking No, 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 no. I think she did know. And then she brought (laughs) it out just to drive the point home and hurt Krista's soul even more because she's a demon. Okay.
0: You know what? Actually, (laughs) I think you're right.
1: Because she, I think she hated Krista more than Abby did.
0: So do we want to move into fashion? Because I have talking points.
1: (laughs) I would. Oh, no, I do have one final thing. And I mentioned this during our positives. (laughs) The end okay. when the brother is just, you know, chilling up there next to the band and he's doing a fire song. Yeah, no, no, no. He's just chilling next to the band. He's playing air guitar. And they uh-huh. invite him onto the stage. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. They're gonna invite him to play guitar because we saw him play it in the good timeline. And in
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> the good
1: timeline. <laughs> you know, the the timeline without Abby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And No, they invite him to sing because that's a characteristic that we have seen him have. Like, that's a skill. Like, and then he sings with the voice of somebody like an octave and a half lower than him.
0: It was definitely giving, like, bowling for soup.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. Like, that kind of, like, 90s punk garage band type. Yeah. It, yeah, 100%. Like, it was was good. The vocals were great. But, like, I wrote down, I was it like, was random. he sings now? It didn't make sense. Like These guys at just invited point, this kid air guitaring on the side to sing a song that he may or may not know.
0: I, I'll i be honest, at that point, <laughs> I I was willing to accept anything.
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: So let's move on to fashion. First of all, I need to say that I had Debbie Ryan's haircut in this movie for a good four years. Yeah, And I just, I just need that known. (laughs) I, I got that haircut because Selena Gomez got bangs and I wanted to look like Selena Gomez and I ended up looking like Debbie Ryan. So I just, thank you. Thank you. You know what? This makes sense now. (laughs) Also, I want to point out we've, I have made this point before on this podcast, but Krista is wearing a blazer and heels just to let the audience know that she rich as hell. (laughs) that's that's for us (laughs) teenagers wear blazers that means they're rich
1: that's fair that's fair
0: yeah also there were the amount of solid colored brightly colored tights in this movie under dresses that they didn't match that's gonna be if you haven't watched the movie drinking game take a take a shot for every <laughs> brightly colored tight that looks out of place and you you'll have a good night you'll be
1: drunk before she's an adult yeah which speaking of when celeste comes to give her pizza and orange juice as like a <laughs> like, nobody called attention to that when she walked in she was like i brought you pizza and she had a bottle of orange juice sorry disney yeah. what no, First you should have brought Celeste, her like twenty two made her a screwdriver with that if you were going to yeah bring no,
0: juice. <laughs> that's what I had the exact same thought. I was like, this girl's twenty two. She's had the worst day of anyone's life ever. Why are you bringing her a pizza? Bring her some patron. What? Oh my God, <laughs> she Honestly,
1: can drink now.
0: Let her have it.
1: <laughs> oh. yeah, no, she yes, back to fashion, yes, I thought it was weird. And maybe they talked about this and I just missed it. How like some of them had uniforms. I guess they were on the volleyball team.
0: In gym class. Yeah. Yeah, I have this exact note. Why does only half of the team have volleyball uniforms and the other half of the class is in regular clothes?
1: Like maybe like the girls that were on the volleyball team changed into their volleyball uniforms. But But then that's not fair. No, but then Debbie or then Abby comes out wearing she has a number a little, yeah she's wearing a, a cute as hell outfit but like
0: yes yeah, very cute is a little pink pink workout outfit yeah, but, but also she, like, had a, that's she had not a jersey underneath coach.
1: with a number on it so did she just was she on the team then or was like I, I don't
0: think she is also why is the entire volleyball team in the same gym period also not fair of the gym coach to put the girls volleyball team against everyone else <laughs> And Fair. also, no, Abby's not. Abby's not on the volleyball team because Jay makes the comment that she's the most oh, unathletic yes, that's person true. he knows. Yeah,
1: yep. This is true. Yeah, wild.
0: Yeah, this is something that made me laugh quite heartily. And I didn't. It didn't make me laugh this hard until her parents said how old she was after she becomes an adult. So she uh, she makes the wish in the clothing store because uh, they didn't have enough money to buy the dress, and the woman was kicking them out, rightfully so. If you're You can't just go into, like, a a high-end boutique and play dress-up. This isn't Debs, and I say that very pointedly because when I was 14, I would go to Debs all the time and try on dresses and leave and never buy anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand that reference, but go on.
0: But, so she makes her wish to be an adult, and then she opens the curtain and her hair is straightened to signify she is an adult. And she's still wearing like the cute little like purple bubble dress that she was going to buy for her sweet 16 and, and the gray solid tights that do not match the dress at all. And the woman who works at the store looks at her and goes, Oh honey, like, let's get you into some clothes that are a little more age appropriate. And she dresses her like a real estate agent. And I was like, sure, maybe she's like 35, 40. And then her parents say she's 22. <laughs> Why is she dressed like she's on freaking selling Sunset
1: at 22? <laughs> and what got me is when she came out, she was like, yeah, no, the, it does feel a little tight. Like she grew <laughs> while she was in there. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. I just like 22 is your like, I don't know. 22 is like your more risque year, you know? Honestly,
1: that would, like, if I saw a 22-year-old wearing that first dress, I would have I would thought it like, was a conservative I be like, what a wet watch.
0: blanket. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, that girl's boring and I don't want to be friends with her. <laughs> so the dress that she was originally in felt like an eighth-grade formal dress. Yes. and Or like a dress you'd wear to a bat mitzvah. And then the outfit that they put her in feels like... She was Angela from The Office. Like <laughs> they're really, they really missed the mark on the ages that they were going for both on both sides of the like, coin.
1: They could have, they could have said any age. I mean, it would have been maybe they made it twenty-two, so it wouldn't be as weird when she was thirsting over the sixteen-year-olds, even yeah, though she Deb was Prime sixteen. Was about-
0: <laughs> Debbie Ryan was fully about to catch a case in the streets. (laughs) Like, she saw Logan, a 15-year-old Logan, and was like, did that little tuck behind the ear that Debbie Ryan loves to do in her movies. Mm -hmm. And she went over to, like, put the moves on him. And I was like, girl, you're 22. (laughs) Girl, you can't be doing this. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we got her. (laughs) Like... (laughs) She's the that red car is a rockin'. Don't come a knockin'.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, this car isn't the only engine that's revin'. Am I right? <laughs> oh, Ooh, uh, any more fashion notes? No. Oh, uh, all
0: right. So, would you like to hear some fun facts about this movie?
1: I. Absolutely would.
0: Okay, so I would. I want to go ahead and give some background on the movie itself because we didn't do that at the top, and some people might be surprised to find out that this isn't actually a DCOM. But it was the second film to be released on Disney Channel in 2010 that was not promoted as a Disney Channel original movie, the first being Harriet the Spy Blog Wars, also not a DCOM, but one we probably will cover. And it was a co-production between Disney Channel... Family Channel, Unity Pictures of Vancouver, and Mar Vista Entertainment in Los Angeles. So this movie was made in Canada, like Harriet the Spy. In other countries, it was advertised as a DCOM. But in this one, it was not advertised as a DCOM. It's not considered one on the official lineup of DCOMs. But they showed it on Disney Channel like nobody's business. (laughs) So some fun facts about this movie. First of all, I wanted to go ahead and read some of the wishes that we don't see. Oh, yes. Wishes that Abby, also on the list that Abby did not talk about. So we see the first few, you know, the Joey Lockhart, the cutest clothes, decorate my room. A wish she does not make that we see very often is the number four, I'll like sushi. Weird wish. Number five was, I'll have a credit card like mommy's.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, she did get her charge account, so.
0: She did. I, I think like that, that w- the wish that became made her become an adult really took care of that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, number six, I'll be a good dancer. We never see her dance, but that little hip hop, if that's an indicator... I get this wish. (laughs) Uh, so rude. We see some of the other wishes, and then we see number 11, I'll have my own bathroom. Makes Hmm. sense. And, oh, 13, I'll come home as late as I want.
1: Oh. And
0: then all the other wishes we definitely hear at some point and or we use those wishes. Another fun fact I have, Debbie Ryan was actually 16 at the time of filming, and her best friend Jay was 19. And then this was, this was a very funny one that I found. Or not funny. I, I shouldn't say funny. I think it's thought-provoking. So some scholars consider this movie <laughs> to be a Christian parable in that Abby Jensen is living the seven deadly sins until she sees the light and finds a virtuous life. This theory is backed up by the fact that the writer has said that she grew up in a very strict Christian household. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Didn't see that? Maybe Celeste is Look. the devil. She's Satan.
0: <laughs> no, they start I think with in, a in this case sound. In in no in this case if it true if scholars are correct. Oh. And they tend to be. Um I think Celeste would be like a guardian angel because Celeste also means angel, celestial being, and it's like leading her out of temptation, out of the sins, into a virtuous life.
1: I mean, when you say it like that, I just feel stupid also, now. Also, so let's like
0: <laughs> the seven deadly sins: pride. She she was being prideful. Hella proud. Greed. Greed. She was so greedy. Of she she coveted everything that Krista had. Lust, she was lusting after Joey Lockhart and Logan. Gluttony, she wanted it all. She wanted all the clothes and the the car. Wrath, this girl was so angry when she confronted Krista after reading her diary. And Sloth, I don't have one for Sloth. Well, she, she was in her pajamas.
1: She spent six years of her life not doing anything and hanging out at a high school. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, so. Show Slothful she life. didn't even remember it.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So those are my fun facts.
1: Those were fun. Well, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The last one was a doozy. <laughs> I would say it's a doozy. I wouldn't call it fun. It was interesting. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Uh huh. That's good.
1: But like, I, what I would really like to know is, I don't know. I don't know if I can really ask this. Like, Sabrina's not here, but I really want to know where these actors are now. I, if only somebody could tell me.
0: You're. You're right. Sabrina isn't here. And I'm gonna preface this with saying that if Sabrina was here, this section would be a lot better than it is. (laughs) But because of Sabrina's absence, I have taken over the where they now section. So it's gonna be a little less in depth than when Sabrina does it, but we're here. We are gonna try our best. So Debbie Ryan, Debbie Ryan. Oh no. (laughs) Debbie Ryan was launched to fame by her role as Bailey Pickett in *The Sweet Life on Deck*, which is where I like I felt I loved her from when I was a kid. I loved Bailey; thought she was so fun. I wanted to be her, but she was cast as Bailey Pickett after being discovered in a nationwide search by Disney Channel.
1: Wow! Yeah. That's interesting. Before that, she
0: was she had been doing like some theater stuff, but yeah, she was she was plucked from the masses and shot to stardom. Every child's
1: dream. The Disney honestly. machine is insane.
0: Yeah. After 16 Wishes, she went on to star in her own Disney Channel show, Jessie, And then she went on to star in the DCOM Radio Rebel.
1: Indeed. We'll we'll do that one eventually. I,
0: we will. I th- I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it.
1: I do not know that one at all.
0: To this day, Debbie Ryan continues to act. She recently starred in the Netflix series Insatiable, which was canceled after two seasons. I haven't seen it. I've
1: bonkers. (laughs) I've I've heard
0: I've heard things.
1: Those things are probably accurate.
0: (laughs) And we'll leave it at that. And in 2019, Debbie Ryan married the drummer for 21 Pilots, Josh Dunn, after they had been together since 2013. So that's really sweet. Are you, are you upset? Do you think she married the wrong Josh?
1: No, I I think, you know, this Josh has done very well and I'm very happy for them. (laughs) And I I, I wish Debbie all the best luck in her marriage.
0: Amazing. So our other actor that we have who played Debbie Ryan's best friend, Jay, his name is Jean-Luc Bilodeau. He is a Canadian actor who is best known for his starring role on the very successful ABC sitcom Baby Daddy, which ran for six seasons and also starred Taj Mowry. Oh. Yeah. Also, this is a little fun fact about him. Before becoming an actor, he was a dancer for nine years, but he dropped dance when his filming schedule became too busy. Oh. Also, he's a dime.
1: Yeah. it's a good Cut looking that. dude. <laughs>
0: So yeah, that's where are they now? I guess let's wrap up our thoughts. Josh, why don't you go first since you've been an awesome, awesome co-host today. I've had so much fun doing this with you.
1: Thank you. I've
0: had a blast
1: getting to talk. It's, it's. uh, I never thought I'd get out of that editing basement. Yeah. (laughs) It's nice to see the sunlight again. Now I, you know, as much as I joke and that I love Debbie Ryan, like I thought this was an okay movie. Like it's not the best. It's not well-written. But it's it's fun. Like it's whimsical. It's it's fun to suspend your disbelief and just watch these zany events unfold for Abby Jensen. And I don't know. It's just fun to watch because, like, you know, it's going to end well. And you get to watch how much it hits the fan before, you know, things finally turn around.
0: Yeah, this isn't a good movie, (laughs) Uh, but it didn't bother me. like. I it's a fun, silly watch. Don't take it too seriously. Like if you take this too seriously, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah. You're gonna be annoyed. It's it's not a good. Movie. It's so cringy, and like I don't. I feel like the people who were in the movie would probably look back on it and laugh with it yeah you know like i don't i don't mean any of this to be mean at all i mean it all like out of love like i think it's like we have all done things that we look back on and we're cringy and we laugh at it but yeah i just it's i had fun i had a great time and i fully acknowledge, like i like i wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure it's just not a good movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it
0: but yeah. like i would i would i would like, it's it's fun. If you want to get together with some friends and you're feeling nostalgic, you want to have a few drinks, watch it. It's fun. This is a fun adult sleepover
1: movie. Yeah, I could see that. It's, yeah. it's enjoyable. And it ends with that blooper montage set to the Debbie Ryan song. It's just, it's fun. <sighs> yeah.
0: Ends you feeling it's good
1: inside. It's just, it's just fun to watch. It's not good, but fun. It reminds good, you of a fun. simpler
0: time. Yeah. It reminds yeah. you of a simpler time when you thought that this... Would be the biggest problems you'd ever face.
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah,
0: yeah, it's good. So yeah, awesome, Josh. Thank you so much for being my co-host awesome. today.
1: Thank you for bringing me on. Thank you, Sabrina, for having COVID. And
0: uh... <laughs> oh my god, no, no, stop, no. So please, no, please join come back, us back Sabrina.
1: <laughs> please, yeah,
0: I miss you. Please join us back next week if Sabrina is feeling better. We will be doing the luck of the Irish because Sabrina really wanted to be here for that one. I want Sabrina to be here for that one. If Sabrina is not doing better, uh, we will make an Instagram post and let you know what movie Josh and I will be filling (laughs) in that space. But fingers crossed, everybody, you know, send good vibes. Hopefully Sabrina will, you know, get over this COVID and feel a lot better. So thank you so much for listening. Josh, is there anything that you want to plug while, you're, while we're letting you talk?
1: Well, as always, you can follow me on all the things at Denim King Josh. Also, I've been working on this really cool podcast. It's been going for a while now, actually. It's called the Disney Channel Unoriginal Podcast. You might have heard of it. Really cool. I think they've reviewed like, I don't know. 22 movies now plus a few yeah. extras that don't really count towards the rankings i don't know they're cool they're wonderful go check them out uh also i've been working with this theater company in the los angeles area they are great they're up and coming i love them to death they're the kaleidoscope collective you can find them at kaleidoscope collective la.com check them out and yeah that's about all i've got going on oh how silly of me megan I, I was talking about that podcast. You you would probably know, where can you find the Disney Channel Unoriginal Podcast?
0: Oh, well, as always, you can find us over on Instagram at Disney Channel Unoriginal Pod.
1: And if you like us, rank us five stars. Give us a nice rating. Leave a comment. Maybe talk about your favorite DCOMs. Give us suggestions on what you'd like to hear next. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Or go, go to our social medias. Talk to us. Love interacting with people. Well, Megan and Sabrina, I'm around. I like watching it. It's fun to see you guys <laughs> yeah. do that.
0: We release new episodes every Sunday. So until next time, I'm Megan.
1: And I'm still not Sabrina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you've been listening to D Cup, the Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>